welcome to the Consistency Theory Podcast, a podcast about how taking one step out of the place you feel most comfortable can catapult you to places you did not even know you could get to. We are all living in an information abundant era, so it can be hard to know what to pursue for the better. High school, travelling, uni, apprenticeships, working offer so many different opportunities, but how can you possibly know exactly what is for you? We discuss ideas with those who have first-hand experience of doing just that so you can get first-hand perspective of how you can implement their secrets to your own life. Today we chat with Vonzi, an aspiring YouTuber and university student created positive and optimistic content with big and bold ideas around the motto of leaning into fear. To avoid regretting a life never truly lived, we discuss why now is the best time to look for those uncomfortable situations and what the compound effect of these decisions mean for your life. Here's what we talked about. Awesome. So we're here with Seb, um, probably better known as Vonzi. Um, so, would you be able to give us a quick overview of what you do? Um, yeah, well, I'm basically an aspiring, quite small YouTuber at the moment, but um, create kind of content with big ideas, trying to push the boundaries of what's possible, but centered around, you know, getting them good vibes in, positivity, optimism. Um, like, my channel motto is Lean Into Fear. Um, and we've been working on deciding the final one, but we've we've gone for this, and it's kind of just the idea, similar to seek discomfort in that, you know, really to live a fulfilled life, you should kind of try and lean into those fearful moments in a in a, in order to avoid regretting, um, basically living a life never truly lived when you're older. Sounds so cliche. I can't believe I'm putting out these cliche no, no, quotes no. today, but um, <laughs> that's kind of the idea behind it and the philosophy which. We want to push with our content but yeah i also do like lots of freelance editing work and different companies and youtubers and whatnot but so, so i really enjoy that but um yeah really trying over this next year chase down the main goal which is becoming a successful youtuber and trying to mm-hmm. youtuber and trying to build up this community and um yeah now i've got i've got a business partner who i'm bringing on board and yeah over this next year expect to see some class content yeah, no, mate. Class, class is already class content on the channel. Oh, I'm really, enjoy, really enjoying watching it. Um, they say your your channel motto is leaning to fear. You kind of, um, kind of just explained it there. But what what does leaning to fear personally mean for you? Yeah, it, it's just like um, it's kind of. Well, I saw I saw a TED talk and someone was talking about it a while back, and it kind of just the idea in that you should. In life, there's always these fearful situations which are not necessarily like damaging to you. Obviously, if there's something which is going to be dangerous, like don't necessarily do it. <laughs> yeah. But if there's something where you can lean into your fear, whether that be like I have mad vertigo and I have a real, mm. real big fear of heights. So I like I went on a skydive and it was horrible and I, it was the most fearful thing of my life for me. But I leaned like, leaning into that. Yeah, because then it's like. The idea that leaning into these fearful moments, doing these things out of your comfort zone, um, I think it just like it's just good for you. It make it makes you like fulfilled, which sounds cliche, but it's kind of true. And also, yeah, I think the main thing about like leaning into fear, the motto, and that why I like it is it's like choosing fear over regret, kind of. Because um, yeah, just the thought of like there's that quote which I have of my screensaver. Ah. Oh, Needs to needs to update um, your phone, but yeah, it's like if you were ninety nine years old and you're on a deathbed, what would you like do right now? And it's in those things where it's kind of like that's what the lean into fear means for me, really. Yeah, no, She's I think it's um, yeah, I think it's uh, with all the time we've kind of been afforded with lockdowns and COVID and stuff. Now is kind of the the best time to kind of reassess and yeah. kind of kind of see where you're at and what you actually want to be aiming for. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think I think I think that's you're on you're on the right track with that fella. Um, oh, see, <laughs> um, uh, probably a similar. You probably uh, aware of them as well. Yes, theory. I've been watching Yes Theory for a long time. The same. It's the same kind of mantra, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just lean into fear, and it's the as soon as you get past the place of discomfort, it's kind of where your growth zone is. So even exactly. even, even if you fail, you've got. You, you've tried and you've got that kind of mental toughness and you've got the resilience yeah. to go through it and you can happily do it again it doesn't matter if you fail as long as you tried good. yeah exactly that's it that's that's mm. exactly the idea kind of as well behind 
I'm, I'm excited that you. It's, it's always nice to meet people who kind of believe the same things. But um, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is, and it's like, yeah, it's like one. What's kind of I was speaking to Zach um, also the other day, and he was saying like, what's one? He did a brand training session on my course once, and he was like, mm-hmm. asked him, what's one fearful thing which you can do, which is like not gonna, which you know will progress you or your company like forward but you won't do because you're too scared basically and it's like when you think like that yeah it's just there's so many things which i think everyone wants to do whether that means like maybe me starting my own news channel you setting up your podcast now Mm. like you probably want to do it clearly because you're doing it yeah um, it's not easy it's not always the easiest thing to take that first step it's not you know no, it's it's good. Well, it's once you've taken the first step, the first step people say is always always the hardest. Yeah, as, yeah as long as you get the momentum going, you you should be good. Um, yeah, as soon as you get over the first step, it's all good. Um, so you said you said you were bringing on a uh, business partner to your channel. Um, yeah. What kind of what kind of content are you hoping to uh, to bring out in the future? What kind of stuff are you working on? working on that yeah well this this is the thing like we love kind of we're quite big on creativity and we've we've always thought that's going to be something which we have to always want to prioritize the video like i'm a big fan of creativity and everything so we just we yeah quite we quite like innovative weird creative (laughs) big ideas um but quite similar to zach and jay's content like yeah zach and jay and yes theory like their content is kind of the closest to what we would probably be um going forward but obviously over this next year we're gonna have to prioritize viral video ideas because mm. literally on youtube is you know like if i think if i want to succeed it's gonna have to especially at the first just to get a bit of audience up yeah um just need like title thumbnail bangers every time so it's just gonna be really big ideas um first year especially it'll probably look quite similar to air rack i don't know if you have you heard of him uh i've heard of i've heard of him yeah. his videos. He, he went from like zero to one million over this last year oh wow um and yeah we'll try to be that's quite ambitious but you know try to replicate something like that so just we've got a video coming up we well we're planning one where we're gonna ask millionaires to go fly on their private jets <laughs> we're gonna get a big sign right at the airport we're gonna do one where we um <laughs> We're going to create like one of the world's biggest slip and slide. I'm not sure oh, what yes. the record is. We're going to do it down this, yeah, just massive fuck off big hills. Yeah. So. <laughs> just kind of mad shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's cool. That's wicked. I would, um, there was a uh, slip and slide when I went to um, uh, Reading Festival. Um, yeah. In a in a camp, I was kind of on a hill, and this guy just um, it was it was kind of muddy at the time. He was literally just um, absolutely pinging it down, just oh, no. covered in mud and everything. Obviously, oh, there isn't many showers at Reading either. And it wasn't the last oh, day no. either, so he must have been absolutely awful. Oh, but... rough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's no, cool. Um, yeah, so we kind of we kind of talked about um, what well, no, maybe what 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 kind of made you what kind of pushed you over the barrier of um starting your channel like what was it just kind of the leaning to fear mentality at the time or was it something different well you know uh yeah what start what caused me to start my channel i think i've always had an interest in the idea of like which i don't know i admit i've got to be careful when i phrase it because it could come across quite <laughs> narcissistic but it's not really it's just i've the idea of like documenting my life is always yeah. appealed and like documenting different things i think more for, for myself or sometimes like it's not like look at me wow look, yeah, no. my life isn't that interesting yeah but um it's more just a i wanted to document the things and b i think i had this push where i had mentality shift previously i was like right what do i want to do um yeah this is the main reason i was like like right what do i want to do kind of my with my life um like i think a lot of people have had this time during covid to reassess what they want to do i kind of had that last yeah. year um and i was like well what would i really enjoy i think acting would be fun although i can't really act i think <laughs> you being a youtuber would be fun yeah being like a rock star would be quite fun but i think the most realistic one is probably youtube mm. um and then yeah at that time i was watching especially a lot of yes theory and just was and casey nystan like they just encouraged yeah. me like just go fucking do it and i yeah i was just started and they were so bad, and they're still pretty bad. But <laughs> no, no, the classmates. Um, you've got to you, you've got to go through 
um, kind of the struggle of making content. It, some some stuff not going to be classed right off the bat because you've never yeah. done it before, have you? Well, it's the um, gap, yeah. Yeah, exactly. sure. But one of um one of the things that stuck me when I first started watching um uh, Zach was when he was um uh kind of jibbing stuff. He was going into places, sneaking into places, and yeah. uh, that's class. And the the motto at the time was um uh making stories to tell your grandkids or something like that. That's it. Yeah, exactly. And that that, that 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 kind of stuck with me. And it's like when you when you're I, I don't know, are you are you twenty now, twenty one. 19-ish, yeah, yeah, around that time. Um, in in a couple of years, when you when you can look back at that stuff exactly, and say, yeah. "Oh, that, that was absolutely mad time." I'm so so glad you got yeah. in that stuff. It it may feel uncomfortable at the time, yeah, like just just kind of doing all that stuff. But in the future, you're gonna be like, oh, "I'm so so glad, so glad to record all that and everything." Yeah, exactly. It's, and it's like. It's like looking back, even already, even though I haven't been doing it for too, too long, I've been doing it for a year and a half, mm-hmm. or a year, kind of every two weeks, I don't know. But yeah. I look back at some of them and it's still funny. Like, <laughs> it's like a, I live in that moment again when I watch a video. So yeah. it's, I love that creating stories to tell the grandkids. Mm. Like, if, if Zach, if it wasn't Zach's, I probably would have nabbed that because yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great quote, isn't it? It's a great quote. Yeah. And it's like, um, yeah. Uh, Casey Neistat as well the stuff that he's done when he did the daily vlogs when he did everything he's just an amazing video creator anyway yeah. but if you were if you were Casey and you're literally looking back at your YouTube when you're I don't know however old he is in a few years time or his, or his kids now just literally going yeah. up and looking at his YouTube it'd be absolutely amazing thing to to kind of pass on to them it, it was great it also um, just yeah documenting everything hmm and the little movies as well. They're like in the, they're oh, not yeah. just, it's not like a journal yeah. like yeah. you can edit it to make it seem Yeah, it's just just a, it's just a digital journal really. Yeah, it? exactly. It is. Wow. Um yeah, so so you say you've been doing YouTube for about was about a year and a half now, coming up on two. Yeah, well hmm. I mean I'd say like just coming up on a year and a half probably. Yeah. Um but not even like a year and a half. Like a year and a half was when I made my first ever video. Yeah. And that was like wow. just shocking. Um, <laughs> but that was like, I don't know. If, I wasn't even, don't even think that was on my main YouTube channel. Mm. Like on my main YouTube channel, I'd say I've been going. Let me have a look actually. Because I, I always wonder this. I'm like, how long have I actually been going for? Am I tricking yeah. myself? Okay. So yeah, it says here, well, I made my first video. One year, fourteenth of October, two thousand nineteen. So wow. fuck, I don't know when. That's Still a little while ago. How long's that? That's, <laughs> that's two years. <laughs> the two years now. Oh no, you missed the anniversary, no, fella. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's weird. Well, it says. Where are we? Well, I probably started like one. Yeah, um, so it's a year and a bit, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. I've probably like I think I did one video for every two or four weeks mm. on the first of January, twenty twenty. So. Wow. Kind of yeah, a year and a half we've been doing it, but not like even properly. I yeah. want to get much consistent. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure we get there, fella. But um, one one thing I wanted to ask, since you you've kind of got a few, well, you say you got a few YouTube channels. It doesn't have to be just on your main channel. What was kind of yeah. like your favorite video to make? Oh, oh, my favorite video to make. Mm, good question. Um, because I um oh, I really enjoyed um I really enjoyed well the the Zach the Zach one was really good um, oh the podcast I really like the um the one where you go out and you, you talk to people and just kind of ask them just ask some random questions random people oh nice um, that's my that's my personal favourite but did you have Stay. any yeah that's interesting you say that because I always think people I always thought like the audience I'm not sure. If, I enjoy, really enjoy doing those ones, actually. Um, mm. It probably would be my favourite. I don't really... Because those ones aren't necessarily as intense in the edit as yeah. well. Like, I don't enjoy... I can't really watch any... <laughs> unless they're old, like, I don't really watch any of my videos. It yeah. just brings me out, and I go quite deep in the yeah, edit. So I get that. But I can't... Any of my last six videos, like, oh, I just can't watch. Um, but I'd say probably my favourite was... My most favourite to me... Well, I think the one where from the very first time I asked strangers in the street, mm-hmm. uh, when I asked them like what their biggest regret was, that was probably maybe yeah. that was the the funnest. That was quite nice in a way. Um, 
because it was the first time where I had like that kind of a bit more of a realization and seeing all the regret in their eyes and stuff. Mm. And that's kind of helped born birth. Yeah. Birth yeah. The, more of the mentality. But yeah, that one, or they're getting free drinks at the art gallery. That was mm. quite fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Got class. Drunk free, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ho- hopefully, when more stuff opens up, we can, uh, we can bang out a few yeah. more of those. Yeah, I thought, I was thinking of just because the, the strangest ones, I was like, I was like thinking over summer there could just be a period where I just bang out one every day for two yeah. weeks, um, but then I get quite fussy about the edit. So yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose, I suppose with with those kind of videos, I mean, I can't I can't really talk exactly with those, so I've never filmed one of those before. But it's um, I suppose you don't have to go in with that much of a plan. You can kind of you can kind of um, freeball it a little bit, or at least have yeah. some kind of questions done. You just exactly. have to find some people. Yeah, um, it's just. I think the interesting thing is the strangers really just mm. like um, Kofi the Unknown Vlogs does it really mm. well. But yeah, those are probably the most fun film. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's loads of interesting people out there, and there's like yeah, you, wouldn't, you exactly. wouldn't expect it walking past people out there. They've got loads of stories yeah, and stuff to tell. Stories. Mm. I love the idea. Yeah, I just I always worry that like because I know when we do full-time on channel, like, I wouldn't be able to dedicate a week to one of those because I don't think yeah. the title will get enough clicks. Um, like, I'm not sure if it has viral potential. I kind of, mm. like, it'd be really interesting, but it's so hard to get clicks on one of those. Yeah, but they I are was, so much fun to film. Yeah, I was, I was, I was going to say, what, um, what is your kind of attitude to how, how difficult have you found it kind of playing the algorithm with YouTube and kind of, making sure that video has the right title and stuff and how how difficult have you found that yeah well it's i mean it's interesting like now my channel is still small i'm like 1.2 thousand subscribers or something mm. but like getting to that point was a it was so hard i think the everyone says and i really believe this why well, i hope it's true because it was so fucking it was so hard to get to 1000 subscribers mm. but i think that is one of the hardest points and then i've like already the growth's been a lot easier once you've got 1,000. Mm. Um, so up to that point, zero to 1,000 subscribers is like the hardest slog. And now yeah. I'm just coming up with it. But, yeah, you're just getting over the top. Um, yeah, but, oh yeah, with the algorithm. Yeah, I think well, it's literally just title and thumbnail. It's the only real thing which matters. Like, we've learned that you have to have bright, big face in the yeah. thumbnail, saturated colors. Sometimes you have to kind of cheapen the thumbnail, which goes against all artistic kind of fucking yeah. <laughs> to make this thing look really nice but you have to do it because YouTube it will you know it's psychologically for humans it draws more attention like with a thumbnail yeah. like you want to blur your eyes and look back yeah. and if you can even gauge it so that's like your subconscious will will get, click before you even yeah. think about it so yeah, yeah exactly. I think title thumbnails are most important did um would you say when you when you kind of make a video you put effort into it and it doesn't perform like like you would what what's your kind of thought process with that say you put out a video it's not performing that great are you kind of hung up on that or are you just kind of right it's on to the next one now we can do this better next time it's kind of annoying like honestly now i feel like i feel ready to kind of because I have that now where I put in, especially when I didn't know how to edit quick, I'd put mm. in like 70 hours for a video yeah, and then worked it nonstop. And then it would get like 300 views, mm. if that. <laughs> and it's just, it was a bit depressing. I've, I've done yeah. it now. Like, I haven't been, I haven't got amazing views. Some of the most recent videos have done quite well. Um, well, not, not well, but like for my channel, they got, like a thousand views is decent. It's like, oh, well, mm. at least you got a tiny bit of recognition. But yeah. normally my views have been shit on, like, sh- just they're, they're all like the views are bad. And it is fine. Like, I, I've had like created and I've done lots of freelance editing, which is a bit different because you're getting paid. But for YouTube, mm. yeah, I just go on to the next one because I know, I know it will pay off at yeah. some point. And I also know that whilst these videos aren't getting views now, they probably will at some point in the future. Because when the channel like gets bigger, yeah. YouTube might push that old content, and I don't want the old content to be shit. So I want every yeah, sure. video to be of a certain level so that people mm. come back. But um, yeah, I think I'm just tired of it now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a bit like now I'm at the point where I'm like, 
oh, I really can't be asked to create any more videos, put yeah. all this effort into videos and still get shit all views. So now I'm like, right, I really need to grow an audience quickly over this next year. Mm. So that's the focus now, just getting viral bangers and do yeah. a couple of sneak ins. Have you um, have you thought are you um kind of YouTube exclusive, just you just want everything to be on YouTube or are you kind of dabbling with the idea of maybe maybe TikToks? You see loads of people, um YouTubers and whatever started a year ago and have amassed a crap ton of followers on TikTok and have kind of yeah. transferred that over to either Instagram or YouTube. Have you ever kind of thought of does that ever cross your mind just starting on TikTok? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, TikTok's the most easy platform to blow up on. I'm not saying mm. it's easy, but it's the easiest out of all of them. Yeah. So, I just, yeah, it's just been busy, stressed at the moment because, like, I yeah, feel... Yeah, I bet. I'm so... I'm trying to take some time off anyway from just creating videos for a little bit and editing because mm. I've been doing it so intensely this last year that I'm getting close to burnout. But, yeah, yeah when we go back, like, when we properly start fully in september we'll be creating some wild ones during summer but in september yet yeah, mm. i'm definitely going to start tiktok because it's just way easier to get like a, a viral one i've managed to get like a small viral video i got a couple mm. hundred thousand views yeah it was like a little edit i did a while back but yeah the way tiktoks i would i'm definitely going to do it <laughs> especially mm. tiktok because i think it's pretty crucial for small creators um, yeah, but I mean, having said can, that, it's got yeah. no longevity in it. So YouTube's no, 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 really which is um, which is probably why loads of people who have amassed such a following on TikTok are trying to get people over to over to their different channels, so Instagram or YouTube, which are probably more long term. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So um, right, what we got here? So we took we we were talking about your videos and stuff. Did you have do you have like one kind of dream video idea? Like if you could if money was not on not a uh, a barrier you could fly anywhere you could do anything right now was there like one thing that you would like to be doing oh was there one thing that i'd like to be doing i'd love to um well i oh that's a good good person to have to pick one okay <laughs> make you make you I, think fella yeah i need to <laughs> quick think um so i make that's sure right, that's right um there's, there's loads of things I'd love to do mm. top of my head I think uh, something mad I quite like to involve like seeking discomfort the motto leading mm. to fear into it um, something involving strangers I always like I, I said earlier yeah. my favourite type of video is the asking strangers one so um, I don't know exactly yeah, what there's, there's I want to do something there. mad where yeah travel abroad some like mm. somewhere big budget and then just get a group of strangers ask them to do something and just take them on like the <laughs> maddest fucking <laughs> the maddest thing just internationally yeah. just level it up so they're like just losing them heads over what's going yeah. on um yeah it's like yeah, uh, just, it's like kind of what uh yeah yes very did um although they've yeah. kind, of, kind of got some kind of videos along those lines where they just uh pick people off the street and they go and do like crazy stuff like the literally just talk to someone in the street do you want to fly in a helicopter good 10 minutes later they're in a helicopter Some, yeah, exactly. something along those lines would be class yeah i want to want to do something like that just take it mm. so many levels higher and yeah. then maybe even help them to support their own thing or kickstart mm. their own career or something that'd be sick yeah yeah be cool um right so we um we did we did have a quick kind of glance over uh burnout um, you kind of mentioned it a few times. What what's kind of your experience with burnout, and how do you kind of you kind of handle that? How do you recognise it's coming? Um, mm, how, how do you yeah, deal I'm with it? Good at, I'm not really good at rec. I haven't really. This is the first time I kind of this period where I burnt out properly. Um, mm. So I'm not <laughs> I'm not very good at recognising it clearly. But <laughs> um, I, I, well, I think how do you know about it? Well, it's just when mm. it stops becoming enjoyable, like. And even now, I know I need to take some time off because if I keep pushing myself, then midway through a year of properly creating content where the intensity is going to have to be so much higher, 
I'll burn out yeah. midway or like quarter in. So I, mm. I want to take some time off now so that I can go properly again. Because how do you, I mean, how do you know when you burn out? What's the difference? Like at the first, I remember when I was at the first starting, I took on a freelance project. And I was like, oh, this is too much. And it was so out of my depth that I felt mm. I was burnt out. But that wasn't really. I was just kind of being lazy because <laughs> it's quite easy to associate burnout with actual just like oh, i can't be yeah. asked <laughs> whereas um <laughs> but burnout's more like i think now i i've given my, myself already a bit of time off but it was worse a month ago where i just had no real excitement to create anything yeah. new i mean it was so just kind of in a bit of a rut yeah a bit of a rut wasn't excited to create any videos i wasn't enjoying the editing just seemed like a kind of a cycle which wasn't really mm. enjoyable um but yeah, I'm just going to give myself some time off now. I'm chilling a bit, mm. not putting any pressure on myself to create another video. Yeah, um, yeah, which I think is I probably I'm... the uh, yeah, it's probably the best way, the best way around it. When you kind of give yourself some time to just kind of relax, just kind of clear your head, and you come back to it, and then you then you kind of realize, oh, this is what I enjoy. This is what I like doing. I'm going to yeah. keep going, and then it's probably um knowing knowing when it's coming and knowing when you can take these kind of like mini mini breaks in between um just so yeah. you don't get to like a, a big big burnout when you yeah, probably exactly. do some harm to yourself um yeah because you can really like tie yourself out like zach and jay burn out properly i was mm. chatting to them about it and they were like they were like dead dead so there's varying levels of yeah. it but um yeah i think you're right it is just like if you have a really intense work period, then take a week off. Like, don't then go and do another mm. intense thing. Um, it's like um, if you if you try and visualize it as say say you go to the gym um, uh, and you do you do legs like twenty four seven. So you're doing legs like three days a week. You're gonna need a rest day. Yeah. And it's kind of otherwise otherwise you're gonna get you're gonna get an injury. You're gonna pull something. You're not yeah. gonna be able to do it That's for a while. <laughs> Mm. Exactly. if you kind of that think is, of it um, along those lines yeah that, I've never really thought about yeah. that but that's really interesting mm. I guess it is yeah it comes back to mental health doesn't it because you wouldn't do that in the yeah. gym you wouldn't fucking go at it no, you, you wouldn't game. push yourself when you've got a uh, yeah you've got a dodgy hamstring yeah, pull it in half yeah exactly <laughs> um, yeah, so I just, yeah exactly as, as you said you've got to give yourself rest mm. basically and come back creatively stronger because I can push yeah, on yeah. and grind through now, but then I'll be doing maybe sub-average work. I won't be enjoying it. Yeah, Whereas if sure. I take a couple, if I take two months off now, whatever, um, or just mm. not the whole. I'll still be doing freelance work, but take a couple yeah. months off the YouTube. Yeah, I might lose half my audience, but if I don't do that, I'll burn out, and then I'll have to take six months. Yeah, to lose all my exactly. Audience. It'd be even worse. Yeah, it's and kind of it's, it's kind of if you're, you're putting in the work. Yeah, you you put in the work. You've kind of done um you've done the reps and your muscles are going to get stronger but it's at the point where you don't want to go over that weight which you cause yourself an injury then your muscles won't be as strong anymore you yeah. have to take much much more time off and stuff but exactly yeah it's um it's, it's, it's a hard thing to manage as soon as you kind of you kind of self-aware yourself about it because it's, it's yeah. going to be different for everyone like some people were able to just yeah. kind of head down just it just bang it out easily some people are machines yeah they can just do week in week in week out um, mm. I don't know if I can really do that um, no well I mean, maybe, I mean to be fair it will probably come with time if you see um, Casey Nice about some of the videos that he's done about his routine mm -hmm. and stuff it's absolutely insane yeah he's, he's just a, no, it's is. just a machine but to be he fair is. he's he's done it for a very long time so he's probably yeah, develop that kind of after yeah, that kind of mental callus where he's just doing stuff over and over and over again, and he's just yeah. kind of able to do it, do it without much issue. But um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I relate to that though as well. Like I do think, although I'm saying I'm taking some time off because I don't want to burn out properly, like, I definitely mm. feel now I used to be a bit lazy when I was younger, but now like. I don't like I this my best at this, he always takes piss out of me for it. Because he's like, what are you like <laughs> relax. But I don't watch TV. Mm. I play the odd FIFA yeah. game very rarely, but all I kind of do is work. Like all I'm ever mm. 
<laughs> so I was, occasionally I watch yeah. YouTube, but that, the only I just watch YouTube or I kind of just work. But that's become my new normal now. So if I don't have something to do, I'll be like yeah, it feels very unnatural to me. It feels very uneasy. I need to be working, which mm. sounds kind of horrible. <laughs> yeah, which I think um, I think is the realization for a lot of people now. With um, coming back to COVID again, people have been furloughed from work, and all they've kind of known is. Uh, work a few hours a day come back enjoy what you want go sleep do it again um mm. and now they've been given all of this time you're like crap what do i do now i need yeah, to find exactly. loads of stuff to do and kind of the the bad thing um that i've seen is kind of the first lockdown um everyone because because I've, I've got linkedin linkedin isn't isn't a great place yeah. to be honest to, to be on for too long yeah. um was oh, it toxic or something oh uh, no, it's, it's, it's pretty bad because it's, I'm, I'm not on there for a lot. I've just, I like putting stuff up there to kind of keep a track of stuff that I've done. Um, yeah. But people were flexing all of these courses, oh, yeah. of courses they've done. I've done X, Y, Z. I've yeah. done this. I've done 50,000 courses in a day or something like that. And it's, yeah. it's, it's really, it's really, compare yourself to. yeah, yeah. It's kind of comparison is, is not a good thing. You should be focusing on yourself. One, um, what was it? One quote that I, I heard, I can't remember who it was from. It was kind of, um, the idea that comparison is a fee for joy. Yeah. So as soon, as soon as you're comparing yourself to someone else, there's, there's literally no point. You should just be focusing on yourself because they won't have the, the same situations as you. And likewise, yeah. won't have the same situations as them. Um, exactly well yeah it's it's interesting like because it's so that's why i don't really follow anyone who i don't like at all on social media because mm-hmm. i like uh, i took a break at the start like, ages ago like took three months off all social media because it is the comparison thing it's just yeah. it makes you basically unhappy and it's like if you ever achieve something then it's always and you have to yeah, accept there's always, always going to be someone it, yeah. your age doing something bigger and better but then again like having said that i do think comparison can be useful can like mm. in the right person like obviously it's not good if you're constantly comparing yourself but occasionally yeah. i think it's i find it quite motivating to compare myself to someone like uh, yeah, what's his name? uh max max raising he's oh yeah i know he I, like yeah. I, I love max and he's he's a lovely lad but um yeah he's he's got like but it is like i, I watch it so i'm going oh God, how's he doing all this he's, yeah it's like, mad the stuff he does isn't me. um mm. but then again, sometimes I watch it and I'm like, all right, well, I need to level, level myself up with Max because this isn't mm. like good enough what I'm doing, you know, and I can do it. Um, so it can be good sometimes because it makes me work hard. And I think comparing myself to others. Yeah. But then again, it's all can be toxic. So you're right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of catching yourself when you're when you're kind of in the process of comparing yourself, just kind of catching yourself thinking, oh, maybe I shouldn't be trying to get on his level i should be focused on my own level first yeah. and then what i do that's similar to him is a bonus basically um yeah and yeah sorry i know i'm babbling about this oh, but sorry, one really mate. interesting thing as well is um which i found good is like what i do is i catch myself if i'm comparing myself to someone mm. what i'll do is instead of me comparing where i'm at currently to where they are is i'll look let's say they're a youtuber i'll look at how many videos we're in because most of the time it's like if you if you made 30 videos or let's say you made 10 videos and you're comparing yourself to someone who made who's made 100 videos mm. it'd be unfair on you to compare yourself to them and like same if i compare yeah. myself someone who made 30 videos someone who made 60 like it's not that they're just a naturally better person or like just some no, they, they crazy put, they put amazing, in the hours they put in terrible. The, yeah yeah it's just like I, I'll now look at what were they like at my level. So I'm like, okay, yeah. what were they like at 30 videos? And that makes me feel a lot better. Cause I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, we're actually at the same similar levels now. You yeah. know? And like, same with anyone. You can just go, well, how long have they been doing it for? And then compare how how much effort they've actually put in compared to you. And then that yeah. makes the comparison, I think, a bit more genuine. Yeah, yeah. Rather than, rather than, yeah. R- rather than just seeing the end result, you're... You, you can go back and see the process that they were on and kind of yeah like where where they adjust, adjust a little bit yeah, yeah. Mm. which i think is probably the, yeah. the better way around it because you don't want to be looking at someone that you use 
Let's use Casey Neistat again. You don't want to look at him, his latest video where he's doing all this crazy editing. He's jumping off building on a skateboard or something like that. And he's getting like 10 million views. You don't want to be looking at that as, oh, I should be doing more. I should be doing all of this stuff. If you yeah. can, yeah, if you can kind of look back, which is probably why it's really, really good with YouTube. It's kind of got that, that archive of people going through the process, which, which, is what, yeah. which is what you're starting as well, to be fair. I mean, you say you've been doing it for a year and a bit. Yeah. And I bet the, if you go back and look at your old videos, you are so much kind of improved from them to where you are now. And as well, yeah, it's probably definitely. best yeah, to compare your yourself to yourself, really. Yeah, exactly. See the progress. That's nice. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, it is true. Mm. And with Casey as well, like, yeah, Casey's first videos were, he's taken quite a lot of them down. So mm. I added to the series with Adobe when it had him in it. So I yeah. had to go through so much Casey footage. <laughs> um, but yeah, his first videos weren't even that great. So no. yeah, no, that's no, <laughs> cool. A- yeah, no, that was, yeah. A, that was a good, that was a good chat about that. <laughs> Um, so uh, you say you're saying about um, editing as well. You say you didn't know how to edit before. I've um, I've watched a couple of your videos and I've just scrolled down to the comments. And there's always at least one or two comments just kind of saying how awesome your editing is, how exciting it is, and how much oh, it added yeah. to the video. How did you um, how did you kind of learn? How did you start? Um, literally, just I think over lockdown kind of like um so when lockdown first happened i just saw it as an opportunity and i was like right i know i want to be a youtuber i know mm. that if i want to be a youtuber i want to be like one of the best or great some of the best videos so i need to learn how to edit well mm. so i just learned from free youtube tutorials literally um i don't think you need any fancy course or anything mm. um there's so much great free stuff out there which like you can learn almost anything mm. um yeah, I can send you some people if you. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, maybe I, I haven't. I haven't. Forgive me, but I haven't watched any of your videos yet. But um, no, sir, I might I haven't let any out at the minute, so it's probably okay. fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I have just, to give uh, you on that one. Oh, I'm gonna take on my light again. Okay, mate. No worries. Um. Yeah. No, I. I just watched free YouTube tutorials, and that's literally it. Mm. And I just kept creating. So mm. like the gap you can only there's a gap in your skill level and i'm still not good yet but like i'm getting there and it's um i think the only way to get through that grueling gap of actually becoming good is just through creating videos yeah. that's the only way to do it there's no real cheat yeah just kind of putting in the hours putting in the work exactly yeah it's cool you're um well to be fair you're you're well on your way fellow i'm sure loads of other people people Cheers. agree with me there um, you say you say as well. So you got your YouTube, and you got your um, your editing freelance. Did you um, yeah. did you kind of go out at the start saying I'm going to monetize this freelance thing, or were you just kind of doing it and it kind of followed on? Well, I was, um, I was no, I I was doing it for a while, and then I was like, okay, well, I I need to find a way. I actually did because I worked in quite a few hospitality jobs. Mm. And I fuck, I hated it so much. <laughs> um. And I was like, right, I don't want to do this. Mm. So I did the editing. I was like, okay, hey, I need want to edit my own YouTube video as well. So that was probably the main reason to start. And I was like, holy shit, I actually need to fund. I want to make enough money so I can fund like a year or half a year of content. So mm. yeah, I went into it trying to monetize it. And it's so hard. And I looked at Fiverr and it was like, just, uh, just some people charge me so there. cheap. Yeah. Um. But then yeah, I just reached. I I messaged like ten or twenty. Or yeah, really, every day I message like ten people, but like quite a thoughtful message. Mm. Like directors, filmmakers, editors, everything. Yeah. And then I got like no and celebrities just offering to do free editing work. Mm. I got no replies, and then I got one, and that kind of just led me on, and then yeah. gave me the kick I needed. And that. Yeah. That's that was all right, I guess. Yeah. That's cool. Um, right, so we we kind of discussed some some deep topics, deep topics here. Um, yeah. I want to know since I um I kind of see you're a, a little bit of a football fan. You follow uh, you follow Fulham, is it? You support, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> no, it's class, man. It's yeah. class. I'm um I'm Man United myself, but um, oh, nice. yeah. The, Were you uh, on the pitch then the other day? 
I, I wish I was. I wish I was, honestly. Yeah. I saw um, one one thing, though, was that kind of positive that I took from that was because um, we were facing Liverpool, and if Liverpool won, that would basically hand the title to City on that day, oh, I think. Nice. So I'm very happy that hasn't happened. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen soon, but I'd rather Man City win it on their own accord rather than United losing to Liverpool that then, and then, then gives it to City. It, so, yeah. I, yeah. No, I would not be happy about that. But um, yeah. yeah, anyway, um, one of my questions here is if you could manage a YouTuber five-a-side team, who would you mm. have in your team? Uh, who would I have in my team? Oh, okay. Well, I'd have, I, could, I would say like yes, but then that's all of them mm. almost taken. So if you can uh, have, you can have one, one from yes, if you're going to have one. Okay, so I can pick one person. All right. Um, I'll probably go for. Oh, that's so hard. I love them. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I like oh, Dan Mace. I would probably have to pick, although I've heard he's. Oh yeah, Dan Mace. Someone, he's. I heard he's a bit of a not the nicest person in real life. <laughs> and same with PC, which kind of broke my heart a little bit. Yeah. So, but they are legendary filmmakers. Um. Okay. Mm. Who might. YouTube is in my five side. Ah, oh, Max mm. Fosh, love Max. Yeah, Max Fosh is class. Love him. Um, Max Fosh, I'd get uh, Zach and Jay. Well, Zach also. Mm. Um, yeah, you probably got the um, chemistry between um between Max and either Zach or Jay. There's probably yeah, good chemistry well, there. I really want to pick Jamie as well because I love <laughs> yeah. Jamie, but I'm mm. trying to see if I can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Casey Neistat, Dan mm-hmm. Mace, yeah. Zach and Jay, um, Thomas, mm. uh, Zach, uh, Thomas Dyer from Thomas Dyer. Thomas Dyer. Sure last name. Bragg, isn't it? I think it's Bragg. Bragg. It's Bragg, Bragg. Yeah. There we go. Um, <laughs> and who else? Who's a sick YouTuber? Well, I'm just going to chuck in Airac there because I feel yeah. Airac's a bit of a bit of a beast. Um, That's fair. Not this like I just know he'd give mm. some attacking momentum because he's going to yeah. be a massive YouTuber. Is he'll he'll go right to the top. I think Eric will. Yeah. That's, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check him out afterwards. Yeah, what, um, he's, no, he's next mix Mr. Beast, but a bit yeah, a bit more cool. I reckon. Um, I reckon it would be really interesting to have uh, Wim Hof in a um, oh. in a five a side team oh. or a goalkeeper well, I didn't know or something. It was a YouTuber, but I definitely loved him. Ah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I spoke. Probably, um, yeah, he'd, uh, replace, he'd replace Casey for me yeah. <laughs> or uh, Chunks, you know, Chunks. Oh, He's yeah. good. I like him, Chunks, yeah. Um, yeah, Chunks is a good YouTuber, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I'd probably be, I, I feel like we watch kind of the same similar people, um, yeah, apart from Airwrap, but yeah, no, that, that'll be that'll be a solid yeah. five side team, I think. Well, Airwrap, like, I enjoyed his videos more when because I quite like something about. There's a little bit of charm and not having it too mm. overly polished, the edit. Um, but, like, I watch it now just to study because I know he's he's just, like, he he knows the YouTube game so well. Mm. But um, I think through doing that, he may be sacrificing his message a little bit. Like, when you grow so fast, your community is not going to grow necessarily with you. You have not necessarily the most devoted mm. fans. But, like, you look at Yes3, they grew a lot slower, but now their community is yeah, probably the, the best on huge. YouTube. Yeah. yeah, it's like um, uh, talking about kind of momentum and stuff, and then um, thinking about uh, Mr. Beast, like his kind of um, thumbnail wise, and can, can you can you call it clickbaity? I, I don't know. Probably his thumbnail. Well, it is, probably it is kind of like, but he, I, he doesn't lie though about it, so it, it kind mm. of isn't clickbait. But I know what you mean. He, do, like, he does. He's... He does some crazy stuff. No, he's, yeah. Uh, well, it is, it is kind of clickbait because he's trying to hook you in to get a click through doing yeah. his mad stuff. But lots of people, when they say clickbait, it's like assume that it's someone who says something and doesn't do it. Yeah, and doesn't but do Mr. it at Beast all. actually does it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is quite good. What's he, um, yeah. what's he on now? Some kind of silly amount for our subscribers. Some like, let subscribers, about 10, 10 26 more? Million. No, wow. I think he's, let's have a look now. Um, I mean, he might be on ten mil. I would have thought it'd be maybe on his Chinese by now. Mm. I don't ever watch the stuff. I, no, I don't. I just sixty-one million. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he grows rapid. Mm. His thumbnails are mad. Like I was, I look at his thumbnails to them because he's the best YouTuber. Like to get the algorithm probably on the platform yeah. with the big ideas, even though I don't necessarily like it, like him yeah. or his. Not <laughs> I don't actively dislike him, which is not my thing. It's like yeah. a bit too kind of oh, intense, but um. Yeah, I'd like look yeah, at what he does. The yeah. I'm like, okay, I should do the same. <laughs> yeah, he's he's kind of got his own his own thing, and it's obviously working with sixty one million people watching him. Yeah, so he's, he's going to keep out there. But um, yeah, okay, cool. How long have we been going for? <laughs> Forty five minutes. I've got um a couple more questions here, and then we kind of um uh, wrap up at the end. Um, so we we were talking about before. So we both uh, watched Zach and Jay. We were talking about um. Uh, people in Old Trafford and everything like that. Um, talking about if you could jib one place, you could go anywhere in the world, sneak in. Yeah. Where'd you go to? Where would I? Where would I sneak into? Oh, one place. Well, I thought I got declined from the O2, which really pissed me off. <laughs> but I think I would have got in if it wasn't. Was that a um, what? What kind of event was that? It was a boxing match. Anthony oh, Joshua okay, yeah. versus. Wasn't no, it was really someone not very good, but mm. I really want I want to get in there. Um, uh, what's the one place I'd like to gym? Oh. So you got you got oh, kind I of concerts, maybe... you've got events. Um... Oh yeah, well I always wanted to. I less so now, but especially when I was younger, I always wanted to go sneak into a Sticky Fingers concert. But mm. I think that's quite easy. So that's not a dream. Mm. Um, Moore, big concert would be quite fun. I'd like to meet him. Yeah, but my dream, dream gym. Yeah, I think you'd have to be. Oh, actually, no, I've got it. Um, as generic as a band as people call them, mm. I fucking love Coldplay because they've actually got such oh, a motivation yes. method, method, like uh, message behind oh, it. So it have to be a Coldplay concert, mm. getting backstage in a dressing room with um Chris Martin and everyone yeah. else. You just have to oh, that'd be amazing. It's yeah, like um, be, that's the a... truth. With, with Zach and Joe, just make it look so easy. Just literally whack on a uh, high vis and uh, just, yeah, just chat fucking, a bit and then just legends, straight through. Like, they're so good. Um, <laughs> it is, though. It's literally that confidence. That's just, yeah. like, it gets a bit... I mean, they've done it so much now that I think security probably have actually tightened up a little bit over the country. Isn't it? It's a little bit annoying, but that's no yeah. excuse. No. Nah. Well, if they can do it, why can't anyone else? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they are actually, they're fucking good at it, but mm. that's why. <laughs> so um, as soon as you have that confidence, like you're meant to be there, you can just yeah, open the just straight through. Yeah, I can still do it sober, but yeah, it's a, <laughs> after you have two beers, maybe just to take the edge off a bit. Yeah, like first class lounges are the easiest ones, bro. Like, oh, just yeah, yeah, yeah. get whip out the phone and go, yeah, see you. Yeah, it's all straight free. Although, I hadn't, when I just come back from Australia, I hadn't done one in like a first a lounge in ages. Mm. And once I get into a flow of thinking, you know, it's like I'm quite good at it and confident. But after a while, the first one's always bad. Mm. <laughs> I should pick the wrong one. I went to like a, a Singapore Airlines first class lounge and I never got no, I never ever like got nervous before doing it um, and then this time I just started like walked in and I was like my hands were shaking I was like what the fuck's happening yeah. this isn't bad and they're like hi sir hi sir and I was like oh, oh no. no it's alright I got into a bit of a shitty lounge at the end but yeah. it's still free food and drink isn't that so uh, yeah I um, uh, ended up in a uh, airport in uh, Qatar which is a absolutely huge airport I had to I had like a 12 hour layover yeah it was to be fair, the airport was fine. There's so many shops and stuff there. But um, I was thinking about getting into one of the lounges, but they had like a um a concierge there, and you had to go up an escalator to get there. So you had oh. to get through them. They had to scan your ticket, and you had to go up and there uh, go through. But it didn't work. Oh, it would have been absolutely amazing. But yeah, the escalator ones. That's the one I tried with Singapore Airlines, yeah. and they're a bit harder because just having that escalator makes it a bit more <laughs> obvious especially for the only person but like the ones where they just have a standard concierge desk they're fine you just walk mm. walk straight through yeah basically mm. so, um, yeah you said you said as well um uh, you travel you said about australia how um how important do you think um just kind of getting out of your comfort zone and traveling how how important was that for you how much stuff kind of did you learn from that 
Yeah, I think I think it was really important. Like, um, so I would have liked to go for a bit longer, but I still went for a good like four, three months or something. Mm. But um, yeah, it's, it's it's really good. Like, I did the skydive over in New Zealand. That was probably out of my comfort zone, mm. but. And yeah, even I did a bit of solo traveling at the end of Australia. That was definitely out of my comfort zone. Yeah. But now I know, like, I just kind of know when there's situations like that, that it'll be good for me most of the time. So even though I'm not necessarily enjoying it, it's kind yeah. of comforting to know that this is a good thing to do. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so it was definitely important. Gives you a bit more confidence traveling around as well. Like, you know, just you have to go up and say hello to everyone yeah. in the hostel, kind of, otherwise you might not really make any friends mm. so <laughs> yeah it, it just gets you like go yeah which is a really good thing to have kind of a, yeah. at least you said about a gap year as well I would say I learned a lot more on my gap year travelling around and doing stuff than I have in a, a couple of years of high school yeah definitely no, as, soon exactly. as, as soon as you're kind of out of that comfort zone and you have to actually converse with people who might not actually speak your language yeah um it's great as well you learn you learn a lot a lot more about yourself and what you kind yeah, of definitely yeah it's so it's so great yeah, it comes to it's just implore loads more it people is. to do it yeah it, it, it's, think it doesn't i've never met anyone who's had anything bad like happen oh, no. by getting out there kind of, or like I don't think it's a negative thing at all it's mm. always positive kind of getting out of your comfort zone yeah definitely um, yeah okay. it's a cliche like find yourself when you travel with it is yeah. true <laughs> we love, we love cliches I think that's number three yeah. that one yeah that's a good one yeah <laughs> cool um, so um, we talked we also talked about um, you were asking people um, strangers what the key to happiness was or some stuff along those lines. Yeah. Briefly, what do you personally think the key to happiness is? Oh, um, it's a very, it's a very well, deep think, question. No, yeah, it's, it's all good. Um, I like questions like that. Mm. Um, how do you, what do I think the key to happiness is? Well, I think, I think there's a, I was thinking about this the other day. There's definitely a lot of happiness which can come, or like fulfillment which can come from um from like good. Because you know how some people like you need to travel. Some some of my friends are like oh, you need to travel around the world though to be happy and mm. see everything. It's like well, a lot of the time there's actually a lot of happiness I think which can come from getting to know one person really well yeah. or something like there's there's a happiness and fulfillment which can come from like i think family is quite important having great friends um but mostly i think to get what you to get be fulfilled and happy in life you need to step one is like find out what you want to do what's what you enjoy doing the most like what's your passion mm-hmm. maybe you have passions and then pick the best one or like pick one of them and just do that, which <laughs> sounds yeah. so simple, but I think it is just really doing what you enjoy, surrounding yourself with people who um, are beneficial and yeah. to you and who you like, having a good family, and yeah, just doing what you want, basically, chasing mm. like your dreams and aspirations, because so many people are limited mm. by their own mindset, and like, which is why I think optimism is so important. Because if you believe truly you can do something, there's a good chance you can probably do it if you're willing to put in the hard work. But so many people shut themselves off so early. Mm. So I really think it doesn't matter how big your dream is, whatever, what it is you want to do, just find out what you want to do and then write it down and do it. Yeah. So maybe that's waffle, but I'd say no, some no, of those lines. Not, not at all, mate, honestly. So, say, um, say kind of writing it down as well. Do you, um, do you journal as well? Is that kind of a big part? I do. I journal. I journal a little bit. I'm quite late. Like I always forget to journal. I've wiped yeah, my boards and stuff. But I've yeah. got more in my room at London. To be mm-hmm. fair, I just moved back to me. But I always like. What does it say here? Yeah, I'm a big fan of manifestation. Like, I'm a huge, yeah. huge fan of manifestation. I've got. Put. The, is it the wrong way around? Of course. That's what I can say. Wherever you want them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, I like, don't have to tell someone that you can't do something. I always yeah. write shit up on my will. It's, um, yeah, put the pieces where you want them. Like, write it. I don't necessarily journal every day, which is yeah. a good habit. I should. But um, I, like, definitely 
I write down my goals and I put them in front of me and I have my screensavers shared as my what I want to do because just writing it down, writing down what you actually want to achieve mm. is so much just so helpful. Like the power of just writing something down, the kid in the world was talking about that manifestation. Yeah. And so was Billy Eilish. Like she was like, I want to be the biggest artist in the world. And just having that out there, everything you do subconsciously will be working around that goal. Oh yeah. Um whereas oh, yeah. if you never tell anyone, you don't write it out it probably won't manifest it won't happen mm. i mean obviously you have to have put in the hours as well but yeah. <laughs> you know um, so, so yeah. it's all, all you can do to kind of make your your brain and just yourself kind of subconsciously do that thing it's really important just kind of having it in front of you so you're kind of looking at it every day it's it's there and it's just it's just really good way to kind of push you forward and kind of get you to where you want to go exactly yeah mm. it just and it makes you conscious of it because you're like mm. if i want this what am i doing now and yeah, yeah just sure. having a goal to work towards is just it's a great important. thing yeah 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 even <sighs> if you good. don't know exactly what a goal is yet it's just kind of getting out there and and trying it's just kind of if you think you enjoy something but you don't know 100 percent, just scale and try you don't have much to lose by doing that yeah you've got nothing to lose because you're only going to find out okay i don't enjoy that thing and i'm thankful i'm thankful i tried it mm. it's like the what if thing there's literally nothing yeah. to lose from trying new things and yeah it's like most people don't know what they want to do at this age and that's quite normal mm. i feel like i was a bit lucky that i really enjoy youtube but yeah. then again like i just it wasn't always from the start. You choose my passion. It's like, this is what I think I'll enjoy the most. So let's give it a try. Anyone can do that. You know, mm. you should be like, oh, I enjoy DJing. Well, I'm going to yeah, give it a go. DJ at five parties over the next month or mm. get to a certain level. Um, yeah, that's very important. Yeah. Something's always better than nothing. Yeah. It's like, it's like what we kind of talked about earlier, kind of getting the, the ball rolling. And if you, if you decide after a few tries maybe it's not for me just kind of dead that and then move on to the next thing yeah then you can kind of pick bits out which you like and then you can kind of put them together and if that coalesces into a a youtube channel or something starting your own clothing brand or something along along those lines then great yeah exactly there's Mm. loads of things but you can only really get to know if you actually enjoy it by doing it Mm. yeah of course Anyway, we have been talking for almost an hour. Um, I have uh, one more, one more question, um, and it's kind of it doesn't have to be uh, related to anything that we've uh, just talked about. Um, but what advice would you give to the youth? So maybe people our age, maybe a little bit younger, who are kind of on their way, just through life, maybe maybe finding a passion. Um, what advice kind of would you would you give to them um what advice would I give someone who's so someone who's like our age a bit younger looking yeah, for or, that or, or um what advice would you give to your younger self it's probably oh, okay. a better one um yeah I'd literally just say just start like I I kind of properly started at 18 and I I guess I maybe probably first saw the idea of creating my first ever yeah i just wish i started earlier because mm. time is i realize now like if you start if i was to start this at 15 i could have already had a million subscribers by now or something mm. um so i think with anyone anything it's like just start because I just I wish I started early, and I wish I didn't care as much when I was younger about what other mm. people thought. Yeah, it's it's, it's really it's really hard. Done. Yeah, it's so easier yeah. said than done. But I like now I don't really. So I think it is a process where you definitely get there. Um, but like, yeah, it's just there. There's just this process, and it's always going to be this gap, this gap of period of time where you're going to be creating stuff that's not going to be good, and you just like the rusty tap analogy, like. Yeah. Ed Sheeran says the 10,000 hours is so true. Like you turn on the rusty tap, loads of shitty water comes out, mm. but um, only after a certain period of time, then it starts getting clean. And that's the same with any creative field or business, I think. So just start is what I would tell yeah. my younger self. Like 
don't wait around for anyone else don't not do something because you want to look cool just fucking do find out what you want to do and start it now just because it. you have to just the sooner you can get that rusty shitty water out of the way yeah. the better <laughs> you know yeah. and then your life's just going to be better i think probably <laughs> Well, mate, I think that's a uh, a class point to end on. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you very it's much. Been, we've had some great. great chats here. If um, if people want to find you, where where should we look? Yeah, search up um, YouTube Vonzi V O N Z Y and um, subscribe, please. Mm-hmm. Subscribing does actually help. It's very important. Um, and then on Instagram, I'm called official vonzi which mm. sounds quite pretentious considering <laughs> i'm still tiny but i can get vonzi so yeah i saw yeah. I saw, I saw that um ordeal on your story the other oh, day yeah, yeah. Yeah, are you on instagram I'm, yeah I'm yeah really, yeah okay well yeah so i'll, um, I'll ping it over to you later but um yeah yeah mate um thank you so much for for coming on i'm sure um uh, people yeah. will have an eye on you for one for the future um, well, hopefully, hopefully, yep. hopefully, no plane crashes. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> um, Class. Yeah, well, thank you very much. You, that this interview was great and very enjoyable. No, no worries, um, mate. I'm looking forward to seeing your future episodes as well. No, thank Is this you, an audio or visual podcast? Or um, I am just deciding at the minute. Um, okay. oh, let me just stop it here. We can still chat afterwards. Hold well on. Yeah.